0: Good evening. Good afternoon. Good morning. What's going on? Welcome to another. Tell me something good. I am Josh Wolf. I, I am uh, psyched to be here with you guys today. And um, let me turn that down a little bit. So we're not maxing out. I'm psyched to be here with you guys today. Um, I'm psyched uh, to be talking to you to have the opportunity uh, to share this this uh, this time with you and um, Man, just some fun things happening in my life, and uh, just a good time. And so, hey everybody, I do want to let everyone know who is going to be what's going on in heaven, and 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 uh, Ray Ray and Kylie and Sh- and Cheryl. I think here's the deal. I can't find my glasses. Uh so they're around here somewhere, but I really I can barely read. But no, I can read. Like I know how to read. You know what I mean? But I can barely read the comments i'll get to them uh so just right off the bat um i was a little sick coming home from dallas um and i was a little worried about i was a little worried about um having the, the v you know having the covid and what's going on everybody um I never learned to read. Yeah. Um, so I, I, was a little worried about the COVID and, uh, Oh, by the way, new color of the shirt, only a couple left. Um, and, um, the COVID taste texted negative. I'm just having, I get some stomach issues. Um, and, uh, so if you, if you're watching and you see me, do th- that during the pod, I've just had been having some cramping and some just sharp pains, um, that came along with a little vomit and a little fever and some sweats, but that's all gone. I think I'm the only person in the history of the world who's ever gained weight, um, in the middle of a little bit of a stomach problem, but I did gained a couple pounds. So that's crazy. Um, uh, let me start, first of all, this weekend, Connecticut, the uh, week after that, I am off, except uh, August 22nd, I'm in Nashville for the Bonanza Extravaganza. If you're close to that, I would come check it out. The shows in Connecticut this weekend are going to be an outdoor, just Bonanza, also. I hope you guys can make those at the Farm of Marble. And after that, Lexington, Kentucky, and comedian joshwolf.com for all tour dates. Um, I do want to tell you about, uh, stick around so I can tell you a story about this dude who took his. Dig out at my show in dallas uh correction he didn't really take his dick out i lifted up his kilt because he dared me to um so i can't wait to tell you that story um i want to tell you also real quick about where i am you know i want to check in with you guys because i'm getting such a big benefit out of uh this podcast and this class I'm taking, and I feel like it would be selfish of me not to share it with you. Um, you know, I'm taking, I'm listening to this dude's podcast, Jim Fortin. Um, and he's effectively changing my life. Um, and, and for the good, uh, obviously, uh, for the good. And so I want to be able to, um, I want to be able to pass that along. So if you guys are in the mood for another podcast besides this one. Uh, that Jim Fortin is, you know, one thing that I keep going back to that, that he said, you know, is, uh, you can't do things like you want to change your life. You got to be a different person. You can't just be, you can't be the same person doing different things because you always fall back to you, you know? And so change, you know, in, in making wholesale changes, um, because nothing ever changes if you don't, you know, that's not what he's preaching, but the preaching of changing the internal as opposed to the external is something that, you know, I've resisted for a long time and I'm doing that now. And I feel fucking great. I really do. So I hope you guys get a chance to go listen to him. Um, And the other thing I would tell you is this is uh, look, man, this podcast is part Sometimes funny, sometimes serious, sometimes philosophical, sometimes whatever, you know, a little bit of everything, but one thing I'm going to do. And I, and I, I, um, the podcast I did last week, I never aired, even though we talked about some fun stuff, you know, I kind of badmouthed, uh, and I'm saying this for people who didn't hear the podcast I posted on SoundCloud. Um, and for the people who just watch us live, I, um, I didn't post that podcast last week about that stuff that I said about that dude. I don't want that negativity in my life. That's his, that's his journey. Do you know what I mean? That's his journey. That's his, he gets to walk through life miserable. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday who works for a billionaire or a guy who's going to be a billionaire. And you know, this dude is really great at his job and he, you know, he suffers because he compares himself to his boss. And I was like, would you want to be that guy? Would you want to be even a billionaire? Would you want to be a miserable billionaire? And he said, no, I would never want to be that guy. He doesn't enjoy a single day of his life. That's it. That's it. Money's not going to, you know, would I rather be unhappy and poor or unhappy and rich? Obviously unhappy and rich, but I would rather be happy before rich. I'd rather be happy. I value it, man. I value money. Don't think I don't. I definitely put a value on it. You know, but i I put a value on peace of mind and happiness, and I think what you want follows after that what you want follows after that you know what you want. Fo- I, I was thinking about this recently, and by the way don't don't go anywhere for the dick out story i would i would uh hey, what's going on everybody um I was thinking about this recently, but uh, I forgot what I was going to say. That's all right. Look at this tan line. Look at this. Whoa! Holy nut scratcher! I. J- <laughs> Holy dick nuts! Look at that tan line, guys. Son of a what? Um, The other thing I want to say is this. Last week, we had a little uh, hullabaloo in the uh, chat. Yo, if somebody comes on, and by the way, we want to build this Tell Me Something Good community. This is a good group of people, man. This is about lifting each other up. This doesn't mean we don't get to be mad. This doesn't mean we don't get to be sad. This doesn't mean, you know what I mean? You don't get to have human emotions. But when someone comes in the chat, and maybe they're not part of the group or they haven't been part of the group and they say something that one of you doesn't like, you know what? We're not, we're not bullies. We don't swarm on those people. This is not what that chat's for. That's not the lesson. We can't be the people preaching good vibes and then be the people that are step on somebody's neck who doesn't understand it. That's not how that works. Either ignore them, which is what I would choose to do. Ignore. Look, look, don't, Don't give them what they want, which is your reaction, which is your energy. Don't waste a fucking second on it. Or if you're going to, just explain to them, yo, that's not what we do here. Don't get into it. Don't, if they call you a whatever, whatever, who gives a fuck? You don't know that nameless, faceless fool. What are you giving them your time for? Look at that fucking tan line. Damn. Guys, if you are not watching this video, you are missing out on some, a literal redneck. Holy shit, gods. This is like a holy moly. Hey, Charlie says, I got a good bit for your show. Hey, Charlie, keep it for yours. <laughs> Listen, man, yo, I've been doing this a long time. I don't need, I appreciate it, man. But I, a good bit for my show. <laughs> I'm good, bro. Put it in your show, you know? <laughs> I got it. Um, also, as Guess What's Back. Ooh, a little liquid death. All right, so this weekend in Dallas. You guys know I like weird shit. This dude shows up in my show. Saturday early show. And he's got a kilt on in the front row, and I start talking to him, and uh, yeah, my shoulders could double as flashlights. Yeah, no doubt about that, Dave. Um, he shows up at the show, and he's in the front, and he, you know, he's got a red beard, and he's got a kilt on. Clearly, short little guy, not short little guy. I shouldn't say that. Shorter dude, and um but we're you know right off the bat i'm like kilt we start talking about it he tells me he wrestles in like east texas and in some you know some places and he wrestles he told me his wrestling name and all this stuff we're having a good time and i go so let me ask you something man i said uh kilt because it looks super comfortable he goes it's crazy comfortable i go do you wear underwear with the kilt and he goes no i said are you wearing underwear right now and he said, you just got to lift it up and find... He said, I'll tell you what I'll tell everybody else. You got to lift it up and find out. Well, you guys know me. I took that as a fucking challenge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, oh, you don't think I will? You don't think I, you don't think I will? And I did. And so the kilt had two sides, right? And so I lifted up the first side. Root. And... He was like, nah, it's the other side because it was just his leg. But I could just see the other part of the kilt, too. So I couldn't tell if he was wearing underwear or not. I was like, damn it. So lifted up to the other side. And there, first of all, shaved. I guess if you're going to go commando, you got to shave it up. Just in case someone lifts your kilt, you can't look like an animal, you know? So Ray Ray, I hope you're feeling better. Um, and Linda, let's. Uh, Let's do our, um, zoom tomorrow. And I'm sorry. I couldn't get with you yesterday. I just really didn't feel well. Um, so, and by the way, I wear these glasses because what the fuck? Why not? Um, and so I lifted up and first of all, you know, I'd, I'd never, I guess, seen a red haired dude's dick. It, it was brighter, Maybe the skin was brighter. I don't know, but it was like a brighter. I don't know, lum- not not see through, you know. But yeah, it definitely like maybe like the red stubble gave it like a like a like an energy, you know. But he was all potatoes, no meat, you know. You know what I mean? Like his dick looked like it fell asleep, it like <laughs> his dick looked like it fell asleep on his nuts, just. Why is his tan line so crazy? (laughs) This is what his dick looks like. Like next to the orange. Not really. But wow, that is a crazy tan line. I got to figure that out. I might have to take my shirt off sometime this decade. (laughs) I did have such a good time in Dallas, man. I saw my oldest son, uh, Trevor, was there. That was great. And, uh, you know... um, I feel so good on stage right now. It's bananas. I feel so good. Now it, it it was, you know, West Palm Beach. I brought people on stage and you know, they helped me sing songs, and I couldn't do that in Dallas. But Dallas, man, Dallas had okay. Not only that, guys, my show's getting so up front, was it Friday late? Friday late. It was Friday late. And I could sit, I was sitting in the back of the room and I could see up front stage right right the the far right table right here on your side it was a four top and it was a man an older man and a woman and two young blonde women and I could see them just talking the entire time and I said to uh my son I like, go oh, they're not gonna last 10 minutes with me up there Mm-mm. because I, I yo I won't tolerate you being rude to the the feature or the MC First of all, they got ten and twenty minutes, respectively. They're just trying to get better. They don't need you, fucking with them. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, and they never know how to react because they, they want to do their material, and and you know they're always told by like usually told by the club no crowd work, and so it's they're just trying to get so. You know, you're you're taking a swing usually with the features and the MCs. You're taking a swing. And and I, not at, well, most of the the features that I bring between Steven Randolph and Sandy Danto and Kenny Garcia and Tyler Elliot these people if you get into it with them they'll fuck you up they're they're quick Kenny will wreck you um but so I could see them and I was like they're gonna last it and I went on stage because they were so they were being rude to the wait staff the people around them was were already getting tired of them. I walked on stage with my the idea oh I'm going to walk these people. I'm not I'm not going to kick them out. I'm going to make them so fucking uncomfortable being here that they're going to leave. And I'll pay for their tab cuz I'm assuming they're going to walk out without paying. But there I I don't want them to be kicked out. I want to walk them. So I got on stage and I just started. and it was, like I said And this woman was the one, the guy was just kind of, but she was just talking the whole time. And, and I mean, the whole, whole time, oh, the whole time. And she was leaning on this girl's chair, had her arm around this blonde girl next to her. And so I said something to him, right? I go, what are you, I, I, I go, are these your parents to the young girls? And they go, no, we're not with them. I was like, what? I said, that woman has her arm around you. She goes, yeah, I know. She's had her arm around me the entire show. And I was like, what? She goes, yeah, they're eating our food. I was like, what, <laughs> what the fuck? They were, <laughs> they were eating. They ate the the young lady's food. They had their arm. It was fucking crazy. I ended up lighting these two douchies. Oh, this was the Karen of all Karens. And the guy was just as bad. Oh, I said some shit to them. Guys, here's my, here's how I go about assholes in my crowd. Okay. When you're at my show, if you're talking to me and we're having a good time, if you've been to my show, you know, that's fine. And when I say it's enough, it's enough. And I can tell it's enough because I've done it a long fucking time. You know what I mean? I've done it a long time and I can look around in the audience and see when the audience is done and they want to get back to the show. And it's time to get back to the show. It's time to get back to the show. And I'm not your fucking parent and I'm not your teacher and I'm not your boss. I'm a dude at work. And if you interrupt my job in a way I don't like, you're I'm going to get you the fuck out of there. I'll, I'll give you a warning because we're grownups and, you know, we had a little back and forth. but. Mm -mm. Now, the other thing I do, and this is my favorite thing, is people ask all the time. They're like, why didn't you say something to those people earlier? Mm -mm. Because the rest of you hadn't gotten sick of them yet. I wait until the entire crowd is tired of them because then I can say whatever I want to them and you all are on board. Sometimes when you go in a little too hard, a little too fast, people are like, "Mm, that's harsh. But this way, I can just get up there and just start throwing haymakers. And everyone's like, yay. I mean, it is so fun. And I'll tell you something, I don't get too many of those people at my shows, man. The people who come to my shows. I wish you guys could hear the staff, uh, comedy club staff, talking about you guys. I wish you could hear the glowing reviews they give you guys. Hey man, what's up, Brian? Uh do I want to be Facebook friends? I'm good. I appreciate it, dude. Um I think this story needs to be elaborated on. Which story Joshua? Um yeah you guys just so you know They speak in glowing terms of you guys because you're out. Look, man, I know if you're coming to a comedy club, generally, you're probably just. uh, you're, You're trying to have a good time, but but depending on who the comic is, you might bring in a different energy. Like you might bring in a bro energy or a Karen energy or a stoner energy or whatever, you know um and all my my crowd brings in a fun energy because you guys know we're just there to have a good time we're we're there to have a good time we're not going to solve world peace uh we're not going to have uh any kind of summit we're going to tell some silly stories some silly jokes some silly songs we're all going to laugh we're going to high five we're going to have a hug and we're going to get the fuck out of there you know what i mean it's a good time it's a show Right. And so people love you guys. And you're always, you're also exceedingly generous with the staff. And so I just want to let you guys know, man, when I, when I left Dallas, the staff was like, Hey, can you come back every weekend? And I hear that a lot. Can you come back every weekend and bring that crowd with you? It, it's you guys. So I just wanted to let you guys know, uh, you are exceptional. How about that? I love it, man. It's, it is, it is, I'm really proud of it. You know, it's one of the things that I'm most proud of is you guys, honestly. Uh, and how, and how, I mean, how well you, I don't know how to put this, but like you represent me so well. It's amazing. So fuck yeah to all you guys who come out of the shows, you know? Oh, that's awesome. Logan. Now a couple other things, Um, real people. Yeah, man, that's exactly right, Matt. Um, And so I, I, (laughs) I wanted to just to tell you about that. I, I was in Dallas this weekend and I had the craziest conversation. Oh my God. I had the craziest conversation with somebody so I was wearing um I was wearing a mask on the plane and by the way guys, you know in Dallas, I told everybody because I booked a pilot um in doubt what's this? what are we talking about, Joshua? That's a fair, more important question. Maybe she pulled, uh, you know what? I don't even know what's happening in the chat right now. It's crazy. I don't even know what's happening in the chat. I can't really read it because I don't have my glasses, but, um, oh, oh, the other thing I want to try to do every week on here is uh, hit you with a, with a tune. I'm going to put this one on TikTok in a little bit, and then I got to get into my weird story of the week. And, um, there's a quick one in my car driving around. Music's up, I am lost in the sound. She pulls up. To my right, looks inside at just the wrong time. time. And she saw me pick a booger. I just picked a booger. Why'd I pick that booger? I just picked a booger. That's all. Um, uh, all right. There we go. Um. Yeah, I like that one. I like that one so much. Uh, I think this is. What did you say? Trey, you said you've eaten too much chicken. I don't know what that means, man. Um, But if you think so, I think that, listen, I've never had that. That's not true. I was supposed to say I've never had that thought before, but that's not true. So when I was growing up, we didn't have a whole lot of money. And my dad used to buy whole chickens Whole fucking chickens, and when you saw oh, not not nice, nice job so far, Linda. That's the end of that song. You're not, well. I can't beat the punchline. Saw me pick a booga. That's it. That's all that song's gonna ever be. Um, my dad used to be. We didn't grow up a lot of money, man. We grew, up, you know, when my dad. Like if we had, we had a our potato chips were a white bag that said potato chips on it. You know what I mean? That was it. We borrowed a car to go shopping. Like we didn't have any money. And um, my dad, dad, first of all, you know, he learned how to cook. He's a good cook now, man, but he learned on us. He learned on us. I remember he experimented one time. He made burger. He used to make burgers with chunks, of like chunks. Like a chunk, dude, a fucking chunk of green pepper in there. Chunk. And we were always like, yikes. So at the beginning of the week, he would buy a giant chicken, right? And because that was cheap and we could eat chicken and he'd buy a big one and pretty much feed us for, you know, with the scraps off it. If you ate chicken at my house, by the time that chicken was done for the week, it looked like a carcass off the show alone. We used every part of that chicken and by the end of the week when he brought out the yellow casserole pot that meant whatever chicken was left and whatever dishes he made monday tuesday wednesday thursday that had leftovers got thrown in the pot and added cheese to it and that's what we ate on friday do you know what I mean? Like the casserole was like a week the fuck. And it motivated us to eat during the week. So we were like, dumb, not babe, you don't eat that shit. It's going to go in the casserole. <laughs> oh, he would add some tuna to that casserole, some cheese, a couple of vegetables, and then whatever the fuck we had been eating the rest of the week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we, we ate, a t- I honestly, we, I ate so much chicken in high school and growing up. I I I have to believe for sure even in Texas when I I remember the first time I ordered fajitas because that's what I thought they were called I had never been around any Mexican people or Mexican food I had been around Puerto Ricans but I'd never been around any real Mexicans I don't think and so we would eat uh we would eat, um, we didn't, I think we ate maybe, maybe there was a Mexican food place when I, when I grew up. I think there was, oh, there was a Mexican food place. There was a Mexican food place in this dude who, um, used to teach us. Oh my God. Okay. So this dude, he used to teach me who he was like our basketball coach growing up. You know, he, he, and you know, when you're a kid, you just assume I did what, when my parents didn't have money. But I just assumed everybody else who was an adult had money. Um, and um, so this dude, Jeff, we used to teach us basketball and he got us. Jeff got us our basketball team. Man, how old was I? I don't remember. got to have been 12, 13, maybe. And he got us to play at halftime at the UMass game. Well, fucking. Um, amazing. Right. And, um, it was so cool to play at halftime and play in the cage. We played in the fucking cage. If you know anything about UMass playing in the cage was I think we played in the old cage too. I don't think we played in the new one where it was hot and sweaty and shit. Right. But Jeff one time took me out to Mexican food at this place. Taco, what was it called? Taco something. And, um, and, um, he started to choke. I'd never seen that happen before. I, he, he started to choke. And then I was like, I was just sitting there with my food, just like, I and the people around us were like, and he started to try to give himself the Heimlich on the, you know, in the booth, there's that round thing, whatever, wooden part. Like when you sit down in the booth, this looks like I'm fisting somebody, but I'm not. And he was looked like he was trying to impale himself with it right whoa boom 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 just just uh, uh, and i was just sitting there just with my fucking churro just and somebody came over and, bleh, bleh, and heim looked him right all over our food and table and uh missed his food though and he just sat down and uh I was like, wow. And he just sat there like wow. People clap for the guy. And I had, you know, I had so I had just choke food on me, just Whoa. and um it was like it was crazy. It was crazy, but it was so funny. His food didn't get touched. He started to eat his food again. I had fucking on me and all that shit. Um but anyways, go back. Chicken, Mexican food, fajita. Oh, we had. I hadn't eaten. I probably didn't eat chicken, and I don't know, man. I didn't eat chicken the year after high school, which was at Northfield Mount Harmon, which was a prep school year because I couldn't have got into any college afterwards. You know, my parents really. When I think about now that I'm adult and I know, and by the way, does anybody out there also think to themselves? Am I mm, a grown-up, really? Like, isn't it funny to think that you're like, oh, I'm a fucking grown-up. Like, who? who's going to take care of that? Oh, me? Oh, I'm a grown-up? Oh, shit. Does that ever happen? Like, Beth and I say that to each other all the time. We're like, we're the grown-ups? Damn it. We are? Well, that's a, that's a fucking problem. Um, But uh, I don't remember what I was saying. I don't remember what I was saying. Anyways, um, yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't eat, I didn't eat chicken for a minute, man, for a minute. Be I, it, it just was just too much. I just had too much. I had chicken overload, man. I just was not. It was not something that I could even look at. And when I had my fajitas, I had beef or shrimpski, but I was not. T- I don't think I went chicken. Maybe I did towards the end because I had some chicken. I started eating chicken fried steak down there at um, Alamo. Was it the Alamo grill in San Antonio? Oh, a chicken fried steak was. By the way, I don't know why they call it chicken fried steak. It's just a fried steak. You know what I mean? It's I guess it's fried like a chicken, but it's just fried steak. And we used to go out and there was a, my buddy, Matt Shatskin, And he, Matt is a great dude. and. Uh, one of my, my, my best buddies in this world. Um, but when he was in college, he'll even tell you he was a little uptight. And so whenever we went out anywhere, I would, that's not chicken though. I'm saying cat, you can't call it chicken fried steak. Cause it's not chicken. It's just steak. And I don't even know if it's steak. It's like grizzled pigeon or something. Um, and so grizzled pigeon is not a terrible name for a band, by the way. And by the way, also guys. I'm going to try to keep these shorter and that, which will, in, if I keep them shorter, it will motivate me to do more of them. So, um, okay. So we, whenever we went out to eat, I would always tell the staff that it was his birthday. It's one of my favorite things to do. And you always got to pick one person and you know, you got to pick the person who hates it. And then, you know ahead of time that they're going to say something to the restaurant so i if we were going out with matt i would call ahead of time be like hey i'm coming in my buddy matt chaskin it's his birthday he's gonna try to say it's my birthday it's not he just hates it when we sing happy birthday so i want you to come to the table like you're gonna sing happy birthday to me but then sing happy birthday day. i mean we used to get him every fucking time my buddy jeff hey i think you're listening to this podcast man do you remember that that was <laughs> so much fun. Dude, I went to school with some great fucking guys. I went to school with some great fucking guys. And I, I saw a bunch of them in Texas Weekend and women. I you know I saw um my friend Heather and Sally. And it reminds me, high school friends too. Nobody knows you like those people. High school friends especially. There's a bond that you have with those people that you grew up with in high school. And as I get older, I really realize that, you know, friendships are important. They're important. And, but it's also important to close those chapters in your life. And that was, when you go back and see those people, it's really cool to open that chapter up again and be, ah, you know what I mean? And love those people and arms wide open and, and reminisce, but it's so important to have the ability to close a chapter and move on to the next one or you get stuck. I have friends who are stuck in chapters. You have friends who are still in high school emotionally. They're stuck in that chapter. They've never, they've never closed that chapter of their life. And so it reminded me how important all those people are to who I am now, you know, and the confidence I have to be the person that I am now, but how also it's important to know also to leave some people in some chapters. When, when relationships end or, you know, when somebody stops, stops calling you back or doesn't, or, you know, when you slip out of contact with somebody, sometimes you can take that personally, but don't, when you think about how many people in your life you've done that to, and not in a malicious way, when I say you've done that to, but in a life happens kind of way, and there's zero chance in the world, you can keep track of everybody you've ever been friends with. Some people stay in some chapters. And you just leave them there. And that's that's okay. That's totally okay. They they were in your life at that moment for a reason. And it doesn't mean they need to be there forever. That's it's a it's a it's a if you accept that, it's a really I don't know. I don't know what the word I'm looking for. I mean, I know what it is, but I can't think of it. Does that make sense? You ever know the word? You're like, I know the word. I've said it before, but I just can't put it in my fucking mouth. That sounds dirty. Damn it. That sounds dirty. But you know what I mean, liquid death. So, yo, I did want to talk to you about the weird news story. All right. So, uh, In Alabama, a neighbor attacked his other neighbor with a shovel for saying that bush light tastes like water. First of all, right off the bat, I got to tell you, I love this story. That's Alabama man telling Florida man, hold my beer. That's Alabama man telling Florida man, oh, what? You think you've got this whole, nah, a shovel, bruh. Uh, sh- so I'm going to look, I am going to try to guess how this all went down, right? Two dudes in Alabama in the front yard on their chairs, drinking beer as they will probably, probably listen, this is no offense to Alabama, but if you were barbecuing on the front yard, I'm assuming that happens down there in some parts. And just so you know, I do think there's a distinction between barbecuing in the back and barbecuing in the front, you know, what I'm talking about. So I'm assuming you're barbecuing up front if you're attacking people with shovels. So, you know, these dudes got there in their chairs and they're grilling up front. They maybe got one or two cars on blocks. Who knows? But there's definitely a shovel in everybody's yard. Just in case you need to bury a body or the meth or whatever. So I imagine this one dude who's drinking Natty Light or maybe some Miller Light because he's fancy looks over a dude with bush light and he's like hey you drinking that piss water and he's like don't do because hes saw him with that fancy Miller light he's like don't you don't you dare man this is what Dale jr drinks I don't think so Dale drink Miller light no this is Dale jr Dale jr drinks bush light no I don't. Nah, he doesn't. He drinks Miller Lite. You, you, you don't say that about, you, you don't say that, you don't say that about Dale Jr. Not only does Dale Jr. drink Miller Lite, but Bush Light tastes like water. And that's when the shovel came out. I, I oughta. But by the way, man, if you get hit with a shovel, you're not fast. If, if, if I see my neighbor walking over, if we've had an argument, when he picks up a shovel and starts to walk over to my house and I don't have a weapon, I am going inside. I'm not bowing up to some dude with a fucking shovel. Gunk. I mean, I've seen Step Brothers. That looks like it hurts. Are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah, Dale Jr. drinks Mountain Dew. That's right. He's not in on that bush light. You, you, better, you better not say that about Dale Jr. Dale Jr. don't drink no... He don't drink no Light. He, he drinks bush light. Um, I don't even know. I don't even know why I started on Dale Jr. <laughs> but listen, how you get hit with a shovel, man? You got to get the fuck out of there. If, it, it, if the Undertaker is crossing your yard with the... He's not coming over to dig you a hole to, so you can roast a pig. He's coming to thump you one. Get the fuck out of here. And not only that, man, you know, I just, why am I getting such a kick out of some dude attacking some other dude with a shovel? I don't know. When I read it, I laughed out loud. I was like shovel. I, maybe it's because I'd never, I, I guess I'd never heard it before I've never seen it in a news headline before. Man attacks dude with shovel. And it could be the, I don't know. It was all together. Alabama neighbor shovel bushlight. It really is like if I gave you those words and it was like write a news article. Alabama shovel neighbor bushlight. Ooh, that's fun, Joseph. I'm sure you can write me a headline right now. Anybody who wants to write down a fun headline, I'll, I'll and we'll put them up on the screen. The that has to include Alabama shovel. Nay, oh no, let's let's put Dale Jr. instead. Nah, yeah, let's put Dale Jr. Alabama shovel. You can throw neighbor in there. Dale Jr. Bushlight. Yeah, I don't love those. I, I don't mind the commercials. Uh, I I don't know, Linda. I can't decide where the shovel comes in. Let's see if we got one right here. This looks good. Bush light drinkers don't fuck around when it comes to their choice of... No, they do not, apparently. Yeah, it does. Now, look, guys. By the way, I hope you guys have been checking out... I have a, I've been shooting a lot of videos around here. Me and my friend Jeremiah Watkins have been doing the uh, Fired videos. Um I hope you've been checking those out. And I got more um, videos. I put one up today. Old dad versus new dad. Uh, But having a ton of fun here, putting up new videos and all that stuff. You want to see a fight between Bush, Natty and PBR drinkers? Ooh. Ooh. Okay. All right. Well, I... I'm saying the Natty Lights are young bros. Okay, so I'm going to put Natty Light in the young bro category. I am going to... Hmm. Let me think here. Kate Dale Jr. uses a shovel to give his neighbor an Alabama Hot Pocket while drinking Bush Light. I need to know what an Alabama Hot Pocket is. Can we please tell me you think PBR wins? You think PBR wins? I, I think, okay. I think that I think PBR is hipster. I think the hipsters are, I think they're going to get the shit beat out of them. I think Natty Light are bros. And I think Bush light that that's, we're talking about country strong. So it depends who you think's winning, Country Strong or Bros. But I'm gonna go Country Strong over Bros. I think so. Um, that's my if if you're get if I, PBR drinkers, Natty Light drinkers, and Bush Light drinkers, you're talking me there's a brawl? I think PBR drinkers lose. I think that look, not not all of them are hipsters, but they're the PBRs are in the hipster bars. So it's kind of a hip thing to do to drink it out of a can and the hipsters are getting their asses kicked. The tough guys in LA, you know what I mean? They're, they're not, they're not doing it with the country strong. Um, There's not a far stretch to think about an al. There isn't a far stretch to think about what an Alabama hot pocket is. Why? I don't, am I supposed to know what an Alabama hot pocket is? I know what a Hot Pocket is, and I know where Alabama is, but I don't know what that means, Alabama Hot Pocket. Hot Pocket. Um, What do you think, Pierre, has some of the older generation who drank it? Yeah. I just think the majority right now, they're, it's kind of a hipster beer is what I think. Uh, let's think of your headline here. Samuel, Alabama man butt chugs a bud light with a handheld garden shovel in Dale Jr.'s front yard. (laughs) Samuel coming in fucking hot. Alabama man butt chugs a bush light with a handheld garden shovel in Dale Jr.'s front yard. Yeah, that is a mouthful. Good one, dude. Well done. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I can't look it up, man. I'm obviously doing the podcast. So why don't you just fucking put it in the chat? You know what I'm saying? The Alabama gravedigger drops trailer Troy over the honor of Dale Earnhardt with the Georgia shover slammer off the top rope. Wow, that is a that's a mouthful. Good one, Joshua. Um hi i came from russia and i have one question how to impress my girl well listen i usually don't take questions like that but in russia i was a doctor um i don't know how to impress your girl because i don't know who your girl is that's all i can say i would just yeah man just be a good dude that's impressive um What is that? Yeah. All right. The Alabama Hot Pocket is defined as the sexual act of defecating. Oh, no. Now, I'm going to read it. The Alabama Hot Pocket is a sexual act defined as defecating into a vagina. Now, why would you think that that makes sense? I don't know who said, think about, you'll know what it, why? That doesn't make sense at all. You could have given me a million guesses and I would have never guessed that. That's like saying, um, you should know what a dirty Sanchez is. Why? Why Why would I know that that means that? That is. Okay. This is another one, Alabama Hot Pocket. When the father passes the sister to the brother. Okay. That is kind of gross. Um, that is – no, the Dirty Sanchez is not that. A Dirty Sanchez is when you put the – you wipe the poop under the nose. That's the Dirty Sanchez. Um wait. Also, don't forget the having sex with it part. Oh, did I forget that part? Uh, all right, guys. Um, listen, we are going to try to keep these under an hour now. And, um, Linda, I could have gone my entire life without knowing that also. Um, listen, guys, I want to just remind you, look, we're going to try to, we're going to, what's the angry pirate, Kate? We might, this might end up being more than an hour. What's an angry pirate? Alaska pipeline. What is happening, everybody? I'm, I mean, I, you thought it was something else? Yeah. Me too. Oh what did, wait, what did you think it was? This is amazing. I mean, the Urban Dictionary is so good. My favorite term out of the Urban Dictionary is double puddle, which is when you jerk off and cry at the same time. I don't know why I get such a kick out of that one, but mm, man, uh, that was funny. You know what I mean? That When I read that, that was on the old Off the Rails podcast. with. We had a segment on there, uh, Sarah and I, Sarah Kelowna, where we would go into Urban Dictionary and find three or four terms that we just loved and we would we would make each other guess what they were and when double puddle came up whew, um we're going to try to do a high live tomorrow night guys we'll just see how my stomach feels uh well the high live will be over there on the patreon patreon.com slash josh wolf comedy i'm heading over there next uh to answer all your emails and your messages from the last couple of days when i haven't felt well Um, and to set up Zooms with everybody. That's patreon.com slash Comedy if you want to have a personal Zoom with me or you want to watch the high live or some other silly videos and pictures that we put up there. Uh, You too, Ray Ray. I hope you're feeling better. I don't know the soggy muffin either. I'm going to have to get in there and just do a deep dive into Urban Dictionary and let's see what happens. Um, Guys, but listen, I want to end with this. You, you are a hundred percent in control of your happiness. You are a hundred percent in control of your happiness. And I, I, I forget what the percentage is, but if you've got a roof over your head and food in your fridge, it's crazy. Like you're better off than 90% of the world. I think that's, or if, if you have a thousand dollars in your bank, and a roof over your head. You're better off in 90% of the world. I, I read that and I was like, Wow, this perspective. Roof over the head, thousand in the bank, 90% of the world. And I started to think about all the times where I had a little woe was me, or and man, I just shifted a little perspective and And this isn't from the podcast I've been listening to. This is something that I, this is just my own. But I just started thinking about, instead of thinking about what I don't have and and what I can't do, and there's a ton of that shit. I just think about what I do have and what I can do. Why I, I get to choose what I think about, right? Why would I constantly think about shit that makes me feel bad about myself? It's so crazy, right? When you're thinking about all that shit that you don't have and you can't do, you just make yourself feel bad. When I was thinking about, you know, Joe Rogan and all these dudes who, who I felt left me out of the reindeer games, they get to live their lives in the way they want to live their lives. And then I was letting that kind of stuff bother me all these people everybody you think of that slights you or anything like that at the end of the day they're living their life they're living and whatever your perceived slights or your perceived whatever's they're living their life they get to live their life they get to make their choices and you we don't get to decide other people's choices So I I can no longer let other people's choices affect my life like that. I still live my life. Do you know what I mean? Like that's it. I'm sure I've done things and do things that, that you know what I mean? That other people like, well, I wish I Well, how come I didn't? Well, the same thing that I do to other people. And I know for a fact, None of that for me is malicious. I don't even just like them not knowing how I feel. I don't know how these other people feel right because I'm just living my life. I'm not making malicious choices to hurt people, which is generally what most people do. They live their life. They make choices and sometimes it affects other people in a way. Those other people don't like it, but yo, uh, You don't get to choose how other people live their lives. So stop messing with that shit. Live live your life. Do the things that make you happy. And and, and allow other people the same freedom, you know? That's it. Um, Yo, it's these type of these type of comments that I'm just going to remove. I'm just telling you right now. I'm just telling you right now. It's these type of not, not only remove man, not only remove, but like take off my page. And I'm going to tell you something right now. Um, I don't subscribe to those kind of inflammatory comments. I don't subscribe to, uh, drawn lines like that. Um, and I, I, I don't know exactly what had you say that, but I can tell right now you're not the kind of person that, that we're going to enjoy on this feed. And I, and I know what I said earlier about, you guys getting into it, and I'm and I'm not getting into it with Sean. He he can say what he wants and do it do what he wants, but like we, we this is not a place for you to be inflammatory like that, man. So if it's not something you can do, I would just remove yourself, man. Um, and if you can't do that, then we'll we'll just knock you out. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kate, it's all right. You know what I mean? Uh, some people aren't ready and and look, man, a lot of this stuff with vaccinations and, and, uh, conspiracy theories and I don't have time to get into it. my opinions on that right now, but get vaccinated for sure. Get vaccinated unless you have some medical issues or honestly, if you want to get pregnant, I don't know if I would get vaccinated just because it hasn't been around long enough to know what it's going to do. I, if I was young and wanted to get pregnant, I would think about it. Honestly, Um, or, you know, if your doctor's told you you're not healthy enough, um, and I would tell you something else, man. Um, I'll tell you something else, man. Like if you don't trust the government, which is your choice, um, ask your doctor. That's it. Anybody who gets their medical advice from CNN or Fox or wherever you're doing it wrong. You have a doctor. Ask your doctor. Go to the hospital. Ask the people in the ER. Hey, what do you think? And if your trusted doctor tells you not to get the vaccine, I mean that's again up to you. I would leave that doctor, but you know, yo, I know I want to walk around without a mask and go back to life. And the only way to do that is to get everybody vaxxed up. You know what I'm saying? That's it. it. Just to get everybody vaxxed up. It's so funny to see the people um, who had been saying, don't do it, who are now saying, do it, which is fine. People get to change their minds and, and do all that stuff. I don't get a problem with that, but do it. The sooner you do it, the sooner we all get back out there. You know what I mean? The sooner you do it, the sooner you get back out there. And it's not about freedom. Good God. It's not about freedom. It's not about freedom, guys. Or free it's not. It's it, it they can't make me. No, they can't make you. Yeah, it's not about freedom. It, it's about doing yo, there's no polio. There's no polio. You know what worked? The fucking vaccine. You know what I mean? Measles and mumps came back. Why? Cause some people decided that. Vaxes were bad. Do you know what I mean? It's just science. Look, it's not perfect. It's not perfect because we rushed it. Yeah, we rushed it because people were dying all over the place. There's no doubt it came out faster than it should have. And there's no doubt it'll get better. And there's no doubt that the rules and the one of the things that's super frustrating about this entire thing is that the goalposts keep moving. Why do the goalposts keep moving? Because why are the rules with masks? Why do all that keep changing? Because it's a brand new virus. We it's a brand new virus. We don't know that much about it. Even still we're learning more stuff as it happens in real time, which doesn't mean we get to call the people. Look, it doesn't mean you get to gotcha all these people. Oh, you fucking mask. No, it's this and now because we're learning as it goes, guys, that science. We're still learning things about the brain and the body and the flu and the cold. We don't know shit about headaches. There are still things to learn. That doesn't mean that anyone's pulling something over your eyes. It doesn't mean that they're being malicious. It means that they're fucking figuring it out as best they can. That's it. Now, Does the government do shady shit? Of course. Of course. Do I think if people were healthier and vitamin D, you know, I hear people all the time. Why isn't the government talking about vitamin D and exercise? Yo, they've been talking about exercise for 30 years. You fat fucks, heart disease and diabetes is all over the place. It hasn't helped a fucking bit. America is the fattest country in the world, in the fucking world. We've been talking about it for years. Yeah, would we, heart disease and cancer and diabetes, we would be living a lot longer. So all of you guys who are preaching to folks, government doesn't, because we've been telling people to get healthy for a long time and look how it's working. It's not going to work now either. I, I think the majority of this country is more apt to get one or two shots than to go to the gym every day. You know what I mean? That's the honest truth. That is the truth. So it's just common sense, guys. Fuck. Is it perfect? No. Is our government perfect? No. Are there liars? Yes. Are they all liars? Yes. If you, Should you trust a single person that gets into politics? No. Not a fucking one of them. Those power-hungry fucks. But some dude who works at the CDC, a doctor, okay, I it is he politicizing a virus? Okay. If you think so. You know what I mean? I guess if you think so. Anyways. I got to go you guys. Um what do Americans think about Russians? Um I'm just saying everybody. It's easier to make the boundaries when you choose the yard line. Yeah. The problem is the problem is, is that we, we live in a right now society. So people want answers right fucking now. And when they, and then when they give you, remember, nobody's remember, nobody's allowed to change your mind or make changes or be wrong because then they're lying or they fucking don't know what they're talking about. You know what I mean? So we're, we live in a right now society. So, you know, a year ago, people were like we want March last March when this started, we want answers right now. We want answers by fucking end of April. Tell us everything you need. We know. I don't know shit. We don't know shit. They rushed it out before the FDA approved it because it takes 18 months or some shit for the FDA to approve something. We don't know shit. Well, I, I don't, I don't know why, I don't know if they're, I mean, bribing is the wrong, I don't know why that, okay, Linda, they're bribing people because they won't fucking take it themselves. Do you know who you have to bribe to eat their dessert? Children. They're bribing people because they think they're smarter than the doctors. Look, I completely understand the, The, it was rushed out. I completely understand that it was, it was, it was rushed out. Is it, and it's turning out that you're going to need a booster that it's not as effective against this Delta variant because not everybody got the first shot, but, but you're being bribed because when they asked you to do it for the good of humanity, for the good of the country, you decided not to. So now they're trying to incentivize you. I don't know why that's suspicious. Um, It's just like, yeah, it's look guys, it's not a perfect system. Nobody's saying it is, but and, and, and maybe this was created in a lab somewhere who gives a fuck who's to blame. We can, handle the blame game later let's stop the death game you know what I'm saying let's stop the death game so when we were most of us remember the poet, the past when we were steadfast allies or sometimes politically it seems yesterday's friends or tomorrow's enemies this is the fact that this is political is dumb the fact that we're arguing over science is dumb they're not they're not valid points in science there aren't two valid sides in science there are facts and there are non-facts there are facts and there is the other shit and don't show me the videos of the people with the side effects from the vaccinations it's like 1 or 2% that is like interviewing people's families who had passed on airline crashes and asking them, should people fly? That's the same percentage. That's the same type of fear you're setting out. You're showing the smallest 1%. And it's horrible. Those of side effects, horrible, but that should, if, if you're too scared to get on a plane because 1% of people die, then i understand i guess like if you don't do things if you don't cross the street because there's a 1% chance then i guess the vaccine's not for you either you know um yeah that's it guys look of course it's a choice of course it is but it shouldn't be for you. It shouldn't be. You just got to look around. But just look around at what's happening. Are some of the numbers of the hospitals inflated? Sure, because the hospitals are getting money for saying deaths were COVID. You and you put money in this, right? But even say 100,000 inflated, to say on the high end. That's still a lot of people. It's not the flu. People are dying. And they're having severe, the people are surviving, surviving, having severe long-term effects. I have a buddy of mine who's like, I still can't think right. You know what I mean? So listen, everybody, this whole everybody deserves a voice is true, except when it comes to facts then not everybody deserves a voice. You know know what I'm an expert at? Stand-up comedy. I can tell you some shit about stand-up comedy. You know what? I'm not a doctor. You know what? Your internet search doesn't make you a fucking doctor. I don't care how many articles you read. I don't care how many articles you read. You're not a doctor unless you're a doctor. You know, Whatever your job is, whatever you're an expert at, You wouldn't want me coming in there going, I don't believe that. I read this article. Let me get in there and fix that engine. No, they say you can fix it with, I'm Fletch. It's all ball bearings nowadays. Like I would be like, get the fuck out of here. Well, every voice deserves a equal. No. The mechanic would be like, no, you don't deserve an equal voice in here. That ball bearing, it doesn't go in Get the fuck out of here. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. I don't know why everybody all of a sudden thinks they're an expert. You're not, you're not a doctor. You're not a doctor. I'm smart enough to know what I don't know. And I don't know that. Right. This is right. This is right. And for those of you who think that the government is microchipping you, please don't get the vaccine. I believe this is just Darwin. I, if, hey, I'm going to tell you something right now. I, I've spoken to a couple people who think that the government is microchipping them. And I can tell you right now, you're not that fucking interesting. You're, no, nobody wants to see you get up in the morning and go to work at the FedEx. This is just the dude I know, at the FedEx office. Nobody's microchipping you, Jeff. Not a fucking person wants to know what you do during your day. You know what I'm saying? You microchippers. Yeah. I think it's time. You know, let's just let Darwin take a couple slaps at you. (laughs) Uh, Anyways. I love you guys. Yeah, man. I got a vaccine too. I got it. And I'm going to get a booster. And you know what? I still am going to change how I do meet and greets until this is all settled. Not for me. It, I know there are people at my shows that aren't vaccinated. It's not for me. So I'm fully vaxxed too, vaxxed and waxed. Um. What's this right here? Flea didn't get the shot in the same as fighting. Look, it just doesn't make any sense. If you're young and healthy, you you should still get the vaccine because even if we just got to get rid of all the hosts guys, you know what I'm saying? That's the thing. The key, the key is to get, not that you're not healthy. The key is to get rid of the hosts, the host bodies. And that way the virus doesn't, yo, there are no crabs anymore. No cra- I mean, in the ocean there are, but not on your dick or vagina. Why? Why are there no crabs? Yeah, exactly. Why are there no crabs? Because people shave their pubic hair. No host. That shit works. No hosts. Right? So it goes the same thing. You know what I mean? You take away the host body. They got no place to be. All right, everybody. Tell me something good. Um, If you can do me a favor and rate and subscribe and leave a comment on iTunes, I would greatly appreciate it. Um, I'm going to do the high live tomorrow night over on the Patreon Um, I'm going to try to do it against this new high live wall, but the problem is I can't smoke in here. So I'll try to figure something out, but man. Yeah. I I hear you on that, Robbie. Mm, First of all, from what I understand that the Delta variant is still getting people sick or healthy. You have no idea if you have underlying issues or not. I don't know if you know who Michael Yo is. Michael Yo, a friend of mine, young cat, in, I don't know how good a shape you are in, Robbie, but this dude was in lickety split good shape. Vegan. Like healthy. Almost died. Dropped in his kitchen, couldn't breathe. No idea why. They still don't know why. So, Yeah, you're healthy. So is he. It's hosts. Robbie, if you get it, you are now a host where you continue to allow possibly the virus to mutate from what I understand. Get rid of the host. Get rid of the virus. That's it. I think it's pretty simple math. And again, I'm no doctor. That's just if I've asked somebody to explain it to me simply, get rid of the hosts, get rid of the virus. That's it. Look, I think in the future, we're going to be able to get, you know, flu shot, COVID shot will be every year. I think our chance to stamp it out already went away. What do I know? But I'll tell you guys this. I'm scared of not this variant and not the next one and not the one after that. But it's like I said, man, if you think about how for those of you who are my age, when you got the flu when you were a kid. Maybe it lasted two, three days and you were sick, and maybe your temp, you know, pre COVID, that last flu before COVID was putting people down for seven to 10 days. It gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And so this came out of the gate like a motherfucker. So my fear is the few generations ahead. That's it. It, it, Robbie, my I guess my question to you would be like if you're healthy then what's the problem? Why not just do your part? Even if you don't even if you don't believe it, but medical professionals are telling you it it'll help slow it the spread. Is it worth it to you to be a team player even though you feel like you don't need the shot? That's what I would ask a lot of young people. Uh, man if I was, I didn't think with such a clear head when I was younger. And I'm healthy too, Robbie. I'm a pretty healthy dude. Um, I didn't think too clear when I was younger. I don't know. My parents would have made me, actually. So there's that answer. But all right, everybody. I love you guys. Yeah, me too, man. Michael Yo worked out six days a week. So what? There was that dude on Broadway who was in musical theater. Musical theater, man, I want to tell you right now, if you do musical theater on Broadway, you're in good shape probably. You can sing. You've been singing a long time. And you dance. Dead. It definitely helps, Robbie. It definitely helps. And I would actually say if you're a young dude and you don't mind being sick, I guess, but it's about doing your part. I'm sure everybody in the one nineteen 19, whatever's didn't have polio. They all get the fucking vaccine. So the host went away. No host, no polio. Pretty simple. It's Robbie. I would just say to you. And by the way, I appreciate you joining in and you know how much I enjoy having you here. I think that's a, for me, I think that's a selfish way to look at it. Me. Because in the big picture, we are trying to eradicate it for everybody, right? We're going to try to eradicate it in no host, no virus. From what I understand, again, not a doctor, not a doctor. Just had to try. I tried to have somebody explain it to me simply as they possibly could. All right. Um, Americans do love burgers. Yeah, man. I'm good, Linda. Thank you so much. Um, I got to go. Oh, I love this. And we'll leave with this gross bit of info. The soggy muffin is where a bunch of dudes, oh no, get in a circle and jerk off over a piece of food and the last person to finish has to eat the food. Damn it, Cole. We'll see you on Patreon, everybody. Sean, if vaccinated people are still catching COVID, then we need a better vaccine. I I don't think there's any doubt that this isn't perfect. I don't think there's any doubt. But Sean, vaccinated people still get the flu because there are different variants of the flu. And what we're trying to do is to stop there from being a gazillion variants. There's no doubt that the Vaccine isn't perfect. It happened real quick and it happened real quick because this was a a very serious virus. So it's not a perfect system. It's not, it's not a perfect, nobody's saying it is. And again, guys, do I think that big pharma is making money off of this? Yeah. Do I think it was handled well? Nah. Do I think? this system is broken? Yeah. Do I trust everything government tells me? Nah. None of those things. You're talking to the wrong guy. But, yeah. There it is. All right. Yeah, we didn't end it with, we didn't end it with coal. I couldn't do it. All right, everybody, listen. Be good to yourselves. Jim Fortin is this dude's name. F-O-R-T-I-N. If you want to take a little chance and listen to some shit that might change your life. Um, and I, uh, comedianjoshwolf.com for tour dates. I'm feeling good, guys. Connecticut this weekend. And then Nashville, August 22nd. Lexington, Kentucky at the end of the month. And then uh, comedianjoshwolf.com for all the tour dates. I love you. Tell me something good. Let's get everybody on here. Let's start our own community guys. Let's start our own group of people. Tolerant, 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 tolerant listeners. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean you have to agree. Like I listened to a couple of you guys. I don't agree. I, I, I have for sure changed my mind for some things that people have said in the chat before. And uh, I'm happy for the back and forth. And um that's it. I love you guys. We'll see you next week. Another tell me something good. Later.